No, it's Mick at Night. I'm Anna Olivier, cataloger, government documents librarian. And I am Craig Johnson, the media librarian. And we've created this podcast to keep you updated on all things happening here at the Mickelson Library and also to share some fun tips, resources, and useful information with you. Welcome to Mickisode number eight. Thanks for joining us tonight. That's right. We're back. It's been a while. And even though we're still in the middle of the winter that will never end, we're already into spring semester here at Augie, so we've got a lot to tell you. Yes, and I did just say Mickisode. I took Mick at Night, an episode, and put it together. I think it might catch on. What do you think, Anna? Genius. So on tonight's episode, we're going to shine the spotlight on media services. What is media services, you asked? What can you do in media services? Where is media services? Well, luckily for us, my intrepid co-host, I don't know what intrepid means. (laughs) Awesome. You're (laughs) an awesome co-host. Lucky for us, my awesome co-host just happens to be the media services librarian. So he's kind of an expert in these fields. Before we begin tonight's podcast, I wanted to bring to you some breaking news. It's that time of year for March Madness to begin. And in the studio tonight, we have Lisa Brunig with us, and she's going to talk to us about the Mickelson Madness book battle. Thanks, Craig. As you know, this is one of my favorite times of the year. Because I love reading and I love, love March Madness. So we've mashed them up. This is our fifth annual Mickelson Madness book battle. Um, So we have 64 books that are competing against each other. Uh, Previous winners have included Harry Potter, The Lord of the Rings, 1984, and The Book Thief. So if you go on the library's website and click on the book battle icon, You'll see a list of the books, and the book titles are linked, so you can read a synopsis of the book, so if you're not familiar with them. You fill out your bracket, predicting the winner of each game until you declare a champion, and turn it in um, by the Friday before spring break, and then after spring break, we'll start the games, we'll have voting for each round, and we'll announce the winner during National Library Week in April. And of course, we love prizes at the library. So we have a Kindle Fire with Alexa as our grand prize. We have gift cards. We have an Augiopoly game. We have books. We have coupons for our book sale. So there are lots of great prizes to win. So we hope everybody participates and joins us in the fun of reading and Mickelson Madness. Yes, the Mickelson Madness book battle is always a fun time. So don't forget to go online or come to the library to fill out your book bracket. After the brackets have all been collected, don't forget to join in in the weekly voting, even if you haven't filled out a bracket. All of the information for the book battle will be in our show notes and our website, and you'll be able to find 
links to all the books in the book battle so that you can learn more about them and find out what book you want to read next. So, yes. Craig Johnson, Media Services Librarian. Let's start easy. Where is Media Services in the library? Yeah, Media Services is uh, sort of that mysterious place in the library that it, when somebody says, where is it? It's it hard. involves lengthy instructions. Instructions. As to how you to get must there. go downstairs. It's always downstairs, no Unless matter where you you're at. you come in on the first floor, and Correct. it's right there. That's right. So <laughs> it's on the lower level of the library. As you walk in uh, by the by the link that connects the Center for Western Studies. So we're downstairs, and then across from the media services office or area is the media lab. So what kinds of things can you do in media services? I know a couple. You can go check out study room keys for study rooms 121 and 122. Mm -hmm. You can check out books, games, videos, whatever you need to check out. You can go in and do that there. So what other types of things do you have in media services? Excellent question, oh, thank Anna. You. So media services is a one-stop shop for um, supporting audio and visual needs of the campus. Um, so we have equipment that can be checked out. Um, that's one of our main areas is equipment. We have um, uh, quite a bit of video cameras. Uh, still cameras and tripods that you can set on, set the cameras on. We also have tripods for for tablets like iPads and other types of tablets that you can use. You can check those out and test out your mad video skills with with a iPad. What about um, if I was taking a photography class and I needed a camera? Well, our cameras are not. Um, photography class grade cameras. So I would say most of our equipment you can check out for one week. If you do need to renew it, uh, we can work with you on that. Um, but keep in mind, other students and faculty will uh, may have a, a hold on that equipment too. So they might be waiting patiently to get that back so they can use it too. Do you remember in the olden days, Craig, when we wanted to watch a movie, we had to use these things called VHSs. Yes, video oh, I do. Yeah. Have you ever thought... The glory days. Have you ever had to watch one for class and you think, A, what is this? B, how do I watch this antiquated thing? Is there anything in media services that could help solve this we conundrum? Do, we do have um, a few VHS players still available you can check out. It's like a museum. Um, the key is trying to get it connected to your TV, though. We might have to figure out what kind of connections you would need. But we do have regular size DVD and Blu-ray players you can check out to take with you. Um, you we also have portable Blu-ray and DVD players. Um, there are two separate things. So there's a Blu-ray player and a DVD player that you can connect to your laptop. I'd say a lot of the new laptops these days do not have any kind of disc players right. in them? No CD, DVD players anymore. So we're trying to fill that that need where there might be a need. So we're helping yeah. helping that out. And the portable ones are really mobile. They're very small and lightweight and very handy. Yeah, yeah. And there's instructions inside of each of the cases on what 
what kind of software you need to use it. So, and it's very simple. Awesome. So besides that, I know there's a lot of poster printing that goes on in media services. How does that work? If I need to print a big poster for a presentation or advertising something? Yeah, we we are the, I think, the only location on campus that has a large format printer um, of our size. We, we can print a poster up to 41 inches on one side, and it can be, you know, a hundred inches on the other side, if you like. We we print on rolls of paper, uh, post uh, poster slash photo grade paper. So you'd have to design it in Photoshop or PowerPoint, and then can have it converted into a PDF, and then we can print it for you. Uh, there is a cost to that. Some some classes, some some of the teachers do pay for those, um, but not all do. So you want to make sure. Um, that you have that squared away before you print. But we have we we print research posters for presentations for conferences. I know one of some of our big clients are nursing and biology, chemistry. So we do a lot of science posters, and you can see those hanging in the Froyland Center if you walk around the halls over there. They're they're very nice, full color posters. So, and I know you guys have a way uh, to mount them as well. You want them on foam back, so something solid so they can stand up on their own. Yeah, we do We do um, foam board backing, and those, I'm trying to remember the exact size on those uh, because those are different. We can't do extremely large posters in that size, but we can, if, if you call us, we can make it, we can see what, what can work for you. Who knew? All we these do, resources. We can laminate, too. So we do laminate lots of little things for the education department, too. So if you have something that needs laminated, just bring it in. You might have to leave it for a day or half a day um, or a couple days, depending on our, our backflow of, of what we're working on. So. so you mentioned for posters that they would have to be made either as a PowerPoint or using Adobe, some sort of Adobe cloud service. What if students don't have access to Adobe Cloud or any of those programs? Oh, excellent. Yeah, so in our media lab across the hall from Media Services, we actually have two editing computers in there that you can check out, just like you would check out a study room for three hours a day on our booking site. Um, and we, we have Photoshop available on those, um, Illustrator, InDesign for magazines, um, Premiere Pro for video editing, um, and they also have Final Cut Pro on them too. So if there's the Apple version, the Final Cut Pro, and then the Adobe Premiere video video editing, uh, they're the Premiere video editing software products, and so we have both both of those on there. So and you can reserve those on our website. Same places, same, study yeah, rooms. Same places, study rooms. Yep, called the Media Lab. There's also a green screen room behind behind there in the Media Lab, so you can book that room too. Um, of course, there's a giant green screen in there. So if you do check out a camera f- from us and video something in there, make sure you're not wearing green. It'll look because, like your floating head. Yeah, you're ju- you'll just have a floating head and hands. <laughs> Unless you <laughs> want that, then by all means, wear green. <laughs> so you can... Um, Record a video in there and then 
take out the green background in our video editing software and it can make it look like you're in the middle of New York City or Las Vegas you know it'd be it's it's really a fun way to to be creative in your video projects so is there a way that people that want to use this um, and have no clue how to get started do you offer training for those students faculty staff yeah we do offer one-on-one um, -on -one appointments so if you would like to have an appointment with myself or with Kelsey in media services um, you can just email or call us um, and then we can set up an appointment for you with you for 20-30 minutes uh, we can figure out your needs and try to help you get started on your your path to creativity so and so one of the newest things that's kind of exciting that you guys have down there is a 3D printer. Yeah. So what, if I wanted to print something, how would I go about designing it or setting up a time for it? And can I do it or do you guys do it? Give me the down low, Craig. Yeah, I'll give you all the, the details about 3D printing at the Mickelson Library. So we have an Ultramaker Plus. Dun, dun, dun. Two Plus, an Ultramaker Two Plus. 3D printer. Much better than the one yeah. plus. It's a step above. <laughs> so we, um, uh, for designing the prints, there are two, two software recommendations that are free that we like to recommend to, for people who are just beginning to learn about 3D design software. And we have those on our media services web guide. And so we'll put a link to that up on our podcast site, uh, the show notes. Um, so there's Tinkercad, and that's like the basic level of learning with shapes and creating in uh, in a three-dimensional, uh, they call it CAD, like an AutoCAD software. And then then there's MeshLab, too. So MeshLab is a little bit more in-depth. In um, you can create stuff that, items that are more intricate, I guess, yeah. So so those are the two the two. Um, simplest ways to start with 3D design. Another way to, to do 3D design is to find something that's already been designed. So there's a website called Thingiverse. Thingiverse, it's, they didn't know what to call them, so they called them thingies. So It's <laughs> um, amazing, all the thingies that are on there. I'm always amazed when I look on there. Yeah. And if, if you design something, and you really think it's great, you can put it on there for other people to use too. So cool. sort of like a community of 3D models that people have made. Um, I'm trying to think of something specific that we created, that we found on 3D. Oh, on Thingiverse, I made a GoPro camera case that someone created on there. So I found it on Thingiverse.com, and I just downloaded it. And um, there's a Creative Commons license on it, so whenever I display it or anything, I have to attribute the person who created it. But other than that, it's a free, it's a free copyright uh, website, so it's very nice. Awesome. So with design, um, you can design your own, or you can look for something that somebody's already created. As far as printing goes, we do, uh, we do all the printing in Media Services. If you have something that you want printed, I can show you how we do it. Um, but as far as handling the machine, we usually do all of that. And we charge um, a minimal fee of a dollar per printing hour. So if something takes eight hours to print, it's eight, eight dollars 
so it's very cheap. So there's no set of fees or anything. So what is the average time something usually takes to print, would you say? Um, usually between four and eight hours, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think our printer, the highest it can print is about seven and a half inches tall and seven and a half inches wide. But if something is very tall, we can we can maybe cut it in half and print it in two pieces. And then you can always glue, glue them together too, so... Yeah, but it's been really fun to, to see. There's a 3D art class that does uh, printing every year. And so they have some, some of their thingies, their objects, on display in the, the art center. That's amazing, all the things that you guys offer, uh, from equipment to design software to poster printing. You really are a one-stop shop. And we're trying to add more. So every time we learn about something new, we're trying to see how maybe we can incorporate that into the Augie community. That's great. And you can find all of this information, as Craig said, on the Media Services Live Guide, which I'll put a link to in the show notes. Um, so feel free to check that out. You can also give the library a call, and we'll connect you to Media Services. You can stop by and chat. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, thanks. It's been awesome. Some of the other equipment that Media Services uh, loans out are MP3 recorders, cassette tape players, CD players, loaner laptops, microphones, and webcams. Uh, we also provide computer projectors and screens for on-campus activities. We're going to start something new on the podcast this month. We're going to start asking people with some of their favorite like podcasts or books or movies and have people recommend stuff to us. So this month we're having some people recommend podcasts. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, well, I'm Chelsea, Chelsea Felton. I work at the library along with Anna and Craig. And some of my favorite podcasts, my first one is probably going to be um, What's Your Sign? It's one my roommate showed me. It's about astrology. And I think that you could probably find a podcast for anything in the entire world. And so when we found that one, that's like when we listened to it together even though she's in Germany. <laughs> Can't really listen to it with her right now, but um, yeah, that's one we listen to. It's about astrology. It's a fun one. Um, another one that I watch, listen to, I can't really watch podcasts, I guess, is The Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. I think that one's hilarious. I really like it when he gets, uh, I think my favorite episode, actually, is when he has Seth Rogen in. I don't know what it is about Seth Rogen's laugh, but it just makes it ten times funnier. So I sat there and listened to Seth Rogen. Like, I'm pretty sure I could put his laugh on loop, and I would laugh for about 10 years. Nonstop. Okay, and then one more that I have that I like is, um, oh, man, I'm trying to, like, pick through all of them. <laughs> I listen to a lot. Um, I listen to one on Colts. Which, that one's kind of interesting. I feel like people are into, like, weird things nowadays. It's just called cults. That's all I can say. But, like, I know my best friend listens to a bunch of, like, serial killers. And I'm like, oh, I listen to one on cults. So, you know, just your weird fascinations are fulfilled through podcasts. There's a podcast for anything. That's 
That's my motto in life. You can find a That's podcast true. for anything. Um, why do you like to listen to podcasts? Um, sometimes, most of them are pretty funny. I think I look, I look to them to make me laugh. But also, I think, like, when it comes to, like, cults and stuff like that, I just find that stuff interesting. A little creepy, but they're interesting. So, I like the, that for that reason. Um, sometimes they're educational, which, that's important. Um, I don't listen to as many educational ones, though, unless they're funny, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> what got you started on podcasts? I actually started, my best friend was like, you need to listen to podcasts more often. And she like, she's the one that's into serial killers and stuff like that. So she tried making me listen to my favorite murder or whatever. And I couldn't get into that one mostly because serial killers give me nightmares like a normal person. Um, (laughs) so I stopped listening to that one, but I'm like, this is like a thing. Everybody listens to podcasts and I want to be a part of this community of podcasters. (laughs) So I listened to, um, I think my first one was Dak Shepherds and it was, over uh probably the summer when I was driving around a lot either to Utah or to Sioux Falls or from where I'm from and yeah so I was busy and had plenty of car rides to listen to uh Seth Rogen laugh (laughs) on repeat so yeah his was the first one that I like listened to and I was like this is great I like the people he has on here that's what that's what started it cool how do you find new podcasts to listen to um, well, I'm like, I get obsessed with something and then I've tried to find a podcast on it because, um, I've listened to ones on like Harry Potter before cause I read all those and I'm pretty obsessed with those. And I re- listened to some on like, Bo- there's one on Bob Dylan that I haven't started yet, but it's on my queue. Um, so anything that I obsess over, people I obsess over, cults, um, celebrities, I just look it up and that's if there's one on it i'll listen to it i'll give it a shot what podcast do you recommend tell me a little bit about it and why you like it this is lisa i'd recommend the librarian is in a podcast from the new york public library with frank and gwen their tagline is a podcast about books culture and what to read next they have great chemistry They have great authors and other librarians come in. They offer non-book recommendations, and I always learn a lot. It's produced every week and is about 45 minutes long, so it's the perfect length. So what podcast would you recommend and why? I would recommend Why Is This Happening, or W-I-T-H, by a journalist named Chris Hayes. And what I really like about it is that Chris um, offers a lot of commentary, but he takes a deep dive into uh, issues that are big and really affect every part of our lives, even though we don't realize it. So he talks about things like um, the current impact of slavery, the heritage of slavery. Um, He has experts that come and speak to him about books that they've written. They've really spent their whole lives uh, learning about very specific issues like um, why the women's movement is experiencing a resurgence, the importance of social infrastructure, uh, which includes places like libraries, um, a guy named Tim Wu who coined net neutrality and is an expert on the internet, and uh, 
they always have a good conversation with some laughs along the way and uh, it's very understandable so I recommend with hi my name is Sarah and my podcast recommendations are based off of kind of comedy they're lighthearted and you can listen to them whenever you're doing just menial everyday tasks I listen to it a lot to get me through long drives back home from work things like that uh, my first one you'll like if you enjoy watching tv shows like law and order svu and you really enjoy the comedic moments uh the podcast is called my favorite murder and it's a murder comedy podcast it's two women who uh kind of look at different cold case crimes and the most famous things like John Benet Ramsey and uh, like Jeffrey Dahmer and all of these really interesting uh, crime cases and they look at it through a lens of comedy. So it's a comedian and someone who was previously a a food commentator (laughs) and their friends, they came together from Los Angeles and they just kind of talk about the uh the cases and they do funny jokes and quips throughout it and it touches on a lot of topics that you wouldn't think would be there like feminism and the idea of like uh mental illness mental illness awareness is a big thing and social justice and um kind of like being socially aware so it's all encapsulated in like this idea that you can be part of a community as like a woman that isn't very feminine and I like it I grew up on like law and order and NCIS and criminal minds so it's kind of a fun new thing good choice good choice what about your Mm -hmm. other one so my second podcast recommendation is actually based off the tv show Gilmore Girls so if you like Gilmore (laughs) Girls you'll love this podcast it's called Gilmore Guys (laughs) And it's another po- comedy podcast. The idea is it's two comedians. One uh, grew up with sisters watching Gilmore Girls and never watched it past season five when Amy Sherman Palladino left. And the other one's just jumping in right now. <laughs> so it's these two guys kind of like talking about the relationship between like a mother and a daughter. And along the way, you get amazing guest hosts like um amy sherman paladino has been on this podcast they were also in the new revival as like background characters jason manzoukas is a really famous actor and he's uh been a guest star on the podcast as well as show has, uh, um so has sean gunn who plays uh what Kurt. Kurt, yeah, who plays Kurt. Um, I think Melissa McCarthy, who plays Suki, is on it. And Lauren Graham's been on it. And show has uh, Sandra... Sandra Patel? No. Lorelai <laughs> and Rory. Both of them have been on it. So I think it's really funny because one of them is just like, wait till you see. And the other one's like, I have no idea what's happening. 
and they do a lot of fun segments and uh, this is also kind of a weird podcast because there's uh, it's a visual podcast as well so they do live shows and they record them and um, they have a lot of like visuals that you can watch one of my favorite segments from the podcast called is it salami Uh, (laughs) and it's completely like making fun of and critiquing the wardrobe choices (laughs) of the podcast like oh does that dress print look like salami because almost everything else in the show does (laughs) so they do a lot of funny little segments just like that and it it's gained a lot of notoriety and then um they've gone into doing other uh, TV shows by Amy Sherman Palladino's. They did one called Bunhead Bros. I love Bunheads. Mm -hmm. And then they are, I believe they also do a podcast on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I think they are calling it Maisel's Goys. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. So those are my podcast recommendations for kind of funny, uplifting ones. Thank you for joining us for tonight's show. We hope you've learned a lot about what Media Services has to offer, and we hope we've inspired you to check out some new podcasts or read some new books that you would find in our book battle. So get out there and explore. And we encourage you to not only be consumers of content, but also to be creators of content so you can share your great ideas with the world. <laughs> Welcome back. It's a Mikisode ep- <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> It's the epic Mikisode number eight.